Hey ladies, hey gentlemen, hey fellas, 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 we've got one more game this week in week one of the preseason and then it's off, it's done, and it's actually an important game. We're trying to see a rookie quarterback versus second year quarterback who's basically a rookie since he hasn't really played in Sam Ellinger versus Jacob Eason for who's going to start the season for the Colts. Now the news is starting to look nice that Carson Wentz might start the season and that's fingers crossed what every Colts fan wants to see in actual just fans of football in general and if you're a fantasy fan you want to see your players do better with the Colts at full strength. Quinn Nelson expected to be on the right side of that time frame as well. So maybe this actually doesn't all end up mattering but for right now it's a pretty close battle. So the Colts side you have that. On the Panthers side I'm excited to see some rookie players right we might see some Terrace Marshall second round pick some Chuba Hubbard a running back that they took later on out of Oklahoma State and some nice undrafted free agents that are trying to make the roster especially at the wide receiver position this is all going to factor into the showdown slate to any of the prop picks and the game the betting line so let's get into all of that right on now so welcome into the channel if you enjoy this content at any point hit the like button I greatly appreciate it we're through one week in the preseason and let's start off here on a showdown slate we will go through position but as always with these showdown slates in the preseason just know that wide receivers will be the captain more often than not and then defenses and running backs yes defense and since they play the whole game will be often in the captain spot and usually not his own but with more content being out there that's starting to change now defenses are going to be the best play and if I had to pick one, we can start there with the defenses. I would pick both of them, to be honest with you. If you're playing just one lineup. But if you were forced to pick one, let's go with the Colts over the Panthers. I think that the Colts are going to be having at least somewhat better starting quarterback play. You have P.J. Walker and Will Greer. And the other side's not that much better, but just, you know, maybe a little bit more pedigree. And for the most part, the Colts starting defense and secondary unit is far better than the Panthers, who spent all seven of their draft picks in 2020 on defense to just start to slowly, after tearing it all down, rebuild that. So if I had to pick one, I would choose the Colts, but both defenses firmly in play. If you go over to the quarterback position, yes, there's going to be three quarterbacks in play. One that I like the most. And the guy that I'm going to like the most is the mobile quarterback, and that's P.J. Walker. If you remember the XFL, this was basically the XFL MVP. P.J. Walker ended up going to Temple. Philip Walker, you may recall him as. And he's going to be the guy I like the most here. He's expected to start this game as Sam Darnold is not expected to play. I expect him to take the first half, and I expect Will Greer to take the second half. Now, he has that solid mobility. In the XFL, he had 99 rushing yards in five games, about 20 rushing yards per game. But when he was in college, he averaged about 24.7 rushing yards per game. And we just saw this on the Friday slate. Guys like Chris Strelliver have 55 yards on the ground, and they're easily one of the highest scoring quarterbacks. Felipe Franks does nothing in the air. Absolutely nothing. Gets you basically a donut in the air, but he has 76 rushing yards, and he's one of the best quarterbacks that we saw through Thursday and Friday's games because of that. So the rushing upside is going to have a massive edge here, even if it's just 30 yards on the ground. I mean, that's canceling out the 75 yards that Jacob Eason is going to have to have. So I do like Philip Walker the best, but you surely don't have to play a quarterback. I mean, if you're playing both defenses, maybe get a running back and a couple of receivers. It's probably the optimal way to go there. But if you wanted to pick a quarterback, it would be for me, Philip Walker. The problem that you're going to find on the Colts side of the ball is that they have three quarterbacks now. They do have Brett Hundley, the former draft pick by the Green Bay Packers on this roster, former Arizona Cardinals backup. So that's the issue there. And they're saying that he's going to play. So if Hundley plays the fourth quarter, there's only three quarters left to be split up between Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger. So they're naturally going to play less with not as much mobility. So if I had to choose one, I would end up actually choosing Sam Ellinger, who's been looking better in camp and apparently is going to be coming in second here against worse defensive players and the nice thing for Ellinger is that he does have rushing upside he averaged 41.4 rushing yards per game over 1900 rushing yards in 46 college games at Texas averaged about eight yards per attempt and had over a 60 percent completion percentage each of his last three seasons so yes I would rank it right now Philip Walker who I think plays two quarters with mobile upside and then Sam Ellinger who I think plays about a quarter and a half 
with mobile upside. Those would really be the only two quarterbacks I go to. Eason, not totally out of play, but I mean, for the most part, he only had one good year in college. 2024th rounder with not much mobility. Now we can move over to the running back position where there's a couple of guys who are going to stand out. Now, as of this recording, there's no news on if Marlon Mack, Naeem Himes, and Jonathan Taylor are going to play. I'm going to assume that Jonathan Taylor isn't playing in this game. Mack maybe sees a drive or two off the Achilles tear. We'll see there. Same thing for Naeem Himes. But I'm thinking that right now, this is a man in Jordan Wilkins who's in a unique situation in the NFL. Jordan Wilkins is very similar to Royce Freeman, or at least what Royce Freeman was going to be. Mike Boone for the Denver Broncos got carted off from practice at camp the other day, which gave more opportunity to Royce Freeman now to become the running back three if Boone is hurt long term. But it was a situation where Freeman was looking like he was going to be cut. Redundant skill set with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon already on the roster. Maybe he still will be cut, but solid NFL running backs that will get picked up by somebody else. Just like Jordan Wilkins here. This is a loaded depth chart now with Naeem Himes, who has his role. Jonathan Taylor clearly clearly a focal point of the offense and Marlon Mack I assume has the inside track for RB3 but Wilkins here I do believe gets some good run he's 6'1 and 216 pounds he's had a lot of NFL experience the 2018 fifth rounder he ended up seeing 32 total touches for over 130 yards he has 19 catches in his last 25 games as a part-time player I think Wilkins sees some good run he is one of my running backs there's four for the most part and if anything changes like I'm recording this one early on Saturday morning because I'll be actually traveling and going to a river for the next couple of days yes so I'm looking forward to that but I I won't be here we might be live back in time for the sunday before this starts but i won't be here i'll be updating on patreon for any news that comes out so just be tracking all that you know down below in the description there's patreon with all the tiers all the notes that will be updated the rankings for every single preseason slate the optimizer check it all out i encourage you to now if we move forward more running backs who stand out christian mccaffrey not expected to play in this one tuba hubbard was a 2021 this past year fourth round pick he's very fast he's six foot he actually weighed in higher than expected at 208 pounds people were expecting like 198 pound running back so this is good to see bigger than people thought he had a breakout in college in 2019 with over 2,000 plus yards on the ground he's caught 53 balls in 33 games i think they probably give him two drives here right their fourth round pick see what they have in him see if he is the backup over some of these undrafted guys since you put draft capital in him that's what we're assuming but can we actually see that on the field and he does have some versatility so if you're able to get two drives out of him here he plays a quarter i think there's some upside there now there are some other guys so that's two running backs jordan wilkins and chuba hubbard there are some other guys on this team that i do like one of them would be rodney smith rodney smith is a 2020 undrafted free agent did not get to play because there was no preseason last year and in 2020 he played in seven games right there was no christian mccaffrey so he had 41 touches on the ground and he was pretty decent he averaged about four and a half yards per touch he had nine catches on 11 targets as well so he's had some nfl experience he had 65 college catches in 53 games so this is a pass catching back rodney smith who should probably play himself about a quarter in this game and then after that you do have a pretty deep depth chart at the running back position for carolina so it is hard to pick off some guys like you have spencer brown a 2021 undrafted free agent probably sees some fourth quarter run darius clark mikey daniel rod smith they have a rodney and a rod smith yes they're two different guys on this team trenton cannon the former six rounder for the jets in 2018 so many guys if I had to choose one more guy out of all these guys, I'd choose Reggie Bonifon, who has been on this team twice now, a 2018 undrafted free agent, sort of a bigger back at 212 pounds. He had 14 touches in 2021. He's been solid in his NFL career, averaging close to seven yards per touch, and he's a decent pass catching back. So those would be some of the guys on Carolina. Now there are some other guys, if you're looking at the running back position, I will throw out the names Benny LeMay and Deion Jackson. They're kind of further down the depth chart, especially Deion Jackson for the Colts. But Deion Jackson is more of a mystery. He's a 2021 undrafted free agent. They probably want to see what they have in him. Bigger back at 218 pounds. He wasn't great in college. Only averaged four yards per carry at Duke. Not great at all. But he did catch over 60 balls in 44 games. So that's kind of your late dart throw. Probably plays a drive or two in the fourth quarter. But the priorities at running back are going to be Jordan, Wilkins, Chuba Hubbard, and probably for me, Reggie Bonifon, Rodney Smith. Let's go over now 
to the wide receiver position. And so far, we've had four days of preseason props dating back to last Thursday's opener, and we've had four days of profitable days, at least from the props that we've been taking on some of these shows. So with that being said, this is an early prop. There's not all the props out yet on Price Picks. I'd encourage you to try out Price Picks. You get a first bet for free up to $100 match using the code SAL down below. It's just player props, over-unders. So I'm going to take PJ Walker under 98 passing yards, 98 and a half. Yes, I like PJ Walker, but I'm assuming that he's not going to have 100 yards passing in this game, even if he plays the first half. I mean, the guy's not a great passer by any means. And if you're only giving him a half of football against better defenders in that first half, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take more so the rushing yards. We haven't seen that many guys throwing for over 100 yards, right, so far in the preseason. Saturday, you might have seen some because there's some actually better quarterbacks. You know, the Justin Fields, the Trey Lances actually get out there and, and attempt to play. Guys play three quarters. But if a guy's going to play two quarters here and he's not that great, I'm going to take the under. And the reason we play him for fantasy is the upside for him to have 30 to 50 rushing yards on the ground he can have 80 passing yards maybe a touchdown he can still score you 12 fantasy points 10 fantasy points as a quarterback but he doesn't have to have 100 passing yards so i take the under on pj walker i take the over on chuber hubbard 3.5 points now if news comes out later on i'll update it on patreon that he's not going to play that much because they see him as the firm rb2 and he's only going to play one or two drives well if he's only going to play one drive we don't want this over 3.5 points but for a pass catching running back the second he catches two balls the second he has one decent run he's going to be hitting this over of three and a half. Three and a half is a solid number usually it's around 2.9 3.2 they're obviously understanding that this is a better running back as a fourth round pick this past year so the over 3.5 on chuba hubbard there'll be a lot more props to come out i'll add them over on the discord but if you have any questions let me know down below for other props I would encourage you to try it out. That code Sal, free bet up to $100, limited time only for right now. So take advantage of it while it's hot, while it's lasting. You can chase that one, tail that one, or any other props you'd like. Go get them dollar dollar rooskies, y'all. So we head over to the wide receiver position, and maybe my favorite play on the slate. Uh, this was one of my favorite guys to scout coming out. He's a small school guy, but he's just a massive size speed specimen, and I'm happy to hear and say that he's standing out in Colts camp. And this is Mike Strachan, and Mike Strachan went to Charleston. So he's a 2021 seventh rounder, the first pick of the seventh round, I believe. He's 6'5", 226 pounds, and fast as hell. I mean, this they don't make these guys that often. This is literally like DK Metcalf. AJ Brown's style of a player in terms of how big and fancy he is he, he grades out similarly now he went to a weaker competition smaller school so that's why he's getting picked in the seventh round and not the second round but in his two main season at Charleston he combined for over 125 receptions over 1400 yards and 27 touchdowns he's a big body receiver he scores touchdowns he's standing out in camp he's expected to be like right now fighting for a roster spot so like the wide receiver six seven on the roster I expect him to probably play a quarter to a quarter and a half here. Mike Strachan just profiles out as one of the best options at the wide receiver position, one of the better captain options for you. Now, Zach Pascal is probably one of the best wide receiver fours in the NFL right now. He's a wide receiver for him, like James Washington style players. I expect him to see some run one to two quarters, but he's pretty firmly on this team. In 2019, he operated on the Colts as the wide receiver four, and he did run 31 preseason routes. He only had one catch for 33 yards and three targets. Just know that he's in play for a showdown slate. He could easily have a two catch 25 yard game, and that might be enough. I prefer Mike Strachan over him. Another guy that I think is similar in terms of just the way that he profiles out to a Mike Strachan is 2026 rounder Desmond Patman. So Desmond Patton didn't get to play in the preseason last year. And I told you Stratton was what, 6'5", 226 pounds. Patton came out last year, 6'4", 220 pounds with a lot of speed. So these two freaks of nature, one a sixth round pick, one a seventh round pick, are both going to be on the field for the Colts in this game. Now, the problem is Patton didn't play any football in 2020. He was a sixth rounder, but he didn't play for the Colts. He didn't end up playing. And he never went over 820 yards in four years of college or a 13% target share. So even though he was this high, fast, big monster speed guy, he didn't separate enough. He wasn't dominating enough in college, even at not one of the greatest schools, to actually get himself some massive target shares and some massive years. So that's your one concern, whereas Mike Stratton showed that. Yes, a small school, but he showed that, that he was actually the alpha there. Desmond Patton, 
fit like an alpha, didn't produce like one. But Patton and Strachan are probably my favorite Colts receivers, and maybe even overall, before we get into Carolina, there's another guy I would just want to mention is Ashton Doolin. Doolin played in the 2019 preseason for the Colts. He ran 38 routes in three games, so you know you're getting about 13 routes run per game out of him. Had two catches in that one. So I do think that they want to see if Ashton Doolin can make the roster this time around. He's probably not going to have as good of a chance as some of these sixth, seventh round draft picks from the last couple of years, but that's where I would go for four receiver options from the Colts, the top two being Mike Strachan and Desmond Patton. And these receivers overall are probably going to to be your best options now we head over to the Panthers side and I'll mention one guy I don't think he plays enough unless we get more news I'll update it but Terrace Marshall he's already kind of expected to be the starting slot plus receiver for this Carolina team he's reconnected with Joe Brady from college so Terrace Marshall I don't expect to see too much run like an insane amount of run if any but he's going to be a massive red zone threat he might even just be in on red zone packages for one or two drives in this game probably don't want to play him I don't think he plays as much, but just mentioning it that he is, if he does play one or two drives, he's definitely in play. But there's three guys that I prioritize on this Panthers team. The first one is Omar Bayless. He's a 2020 undrafted free agent. He's got decent speed, 6'1 and 212 pounds, but what he did in college was insane. A 31% target share in his final year at Arkansas. 93 receptions, 1,653 yards, and 17 touchdowns. He didn't play football in 2020. Not a lot of guys did. They didn't have a preseason to show sket to showcase their skill set. But yes, Omar Bayless is a monster. I think there's an over-under of three fantasy points on him. I'm leaning right now. It's really close for that one, right? Leaning me over. We have another rookie, a 2021 six-rounder, Shai Smith. Now, this is a smaller receiver who, for the most part, doesn't profile out as somebody who should be drafted. 5'9", 185 pounds and slow, so he doesn't have the speed as a burner. Now, in 2020 at South Carolina, he had a 29% target share, but he never had more than 675 yards in a season. So this is a, another guy. This is kind of like the Desmond Patton, Mike Strachan example we just showed you. I'd rather have Omar Bayless because although he didn't play football last year, he's just a better size, and also he showed you in college that he was more dominating. So, so far, I'd probably rank it Mike Strachan, Omar Bayless, and then Desmond Patton out of the receivers based the current news we have that could change and then finally for wide receivers Krishan Hogan is all the way at the end it seems right now in camp of the depth chart for the Panthers he did play in the 2019 preseason and he played a lot he had 98 routes run he had 12 catches 132 yards and 16 targets so a massive preseason player then in college he had a 45 percent dominator which if you're in the 45 percent that's in the upper elite echelon just in terms of how many targets and overall yardage and all this combination that you had for your college program he's a 2017 undrafted free agent he's built like some of these other guys we talked about 6'3 225 pounds and he's fast so Krishan Hogan I think he doesn't play until probably like the fourth quarter he probably plays a lot with Will Greer I think he's at least worth mentioning those are five receivers that stand out we talked about eight total receivers but five that stand out more so Stratton Desmond Patton Omar Bayless Shai Smith and Krishan Hogan now for tight ends you're not going to get much tight end help here right especially on a showdown slate like if you had to play one there's some decent options like Kylan Grayson for the Colts is the best tight end on the slate he's a 2021 fourth rounder he's been taking first team reps out of SMU he had at least a 12 percent target share or higher in all four years at college 129 receptions in 37 games is about three and a half receptions per game and he's standing out in camp so Kylan Grayson if there was a tight end to play it would be him the problem is for the most part tight ends just you know, there's four or five of them. They're blocking a lot. They're not running as many routes. Maybe he runs 10 routes, but there's going to be a bunch of receivers in this game probably running 14 to 18 routes. So that's your concern right there for Kylan Grayson. They're not as deep routes down the field. If you were to choose a tight end, it would be Kylan Grayson. If for some reason you wanted to at least know about a tight end on the Panthers, Tommy Tremble is a 2021 third round pick. He's got solid speed. He had 35 total receptions in 19 college games, but for the most part, he came out as this blocking tight end. They still have Ian Thomas out there. They've got like Steven Solomon and Giovanni Ritchie, some other tight ends down the depth chart. But since you don't have to roster a tight end, I'm not going to make you roster these guys who are probably going to have one catch for seven yards, right? So stick to the wide receivers, stick to the defenses, get one or two running backs 
into your lineup, and that's how you want to build a winning lineup. The wide receivers and the defenses are going to anchor preseason showdowns. I appreciate you tuning in today. Please do, before you go, hit the like and subscribe button, and let me know if you have any questions down below in the comment section. Let me know as well, who is your favorite player on the slate if you are still here? I'll be updating the rankings and the tiers in the notes on Patreon below, and then we head into preseason week two with even more content and even more season-long content coming out every single day. We had a draft. Uh, drafts coming out later in the day, depending on when you're watching this, a mock draft. You can check that out. It's actually a legit draft, $25 best ball mania. So check that all out on the channel here. Support the sponsor of the show, Prize Picks. Use the code SAL, even if you don't want to play these props tonight. By the time the season comes, the offer for a free $100 match, $300 bet. Using the code SAL might not be there, so use it while it lasts. Appreciate y'all, and I'll see you in the next one, preseason week one, in the books.